0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 5 of SIDCast. I'm your host, David Gibson. Today, we have Rob Bentley of the Ferris State Bulldogs on with me. First of all, thank you all for downloading and subscribing to us on iTunes. And as always, you can follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook using backslash SportsInfoCast. Rob, do you like my office? I know you can see me. I can't see you. Hey, uh, hey, I love it. Uh, You know, that's technology for you, but uh, it looks great. Awesome. It's my kitchen, actually, so my kitchen just became my impromptu office over the past couple of weeks. Um, so, Rob, we're going to get jump right into it. You're a native of McCook, Nebraska. You earned your degree from Nebraska Kearney. Am I saying that correctly?
1: That is correct. That's how you say it.
0: Awesome. Uh, and you assisted with a lot of duties on campus, actually. Um, you want to go ahead and explain those? I know you are kind of with the newspaper. You were a disc jockey, uh, along with a lot of other things. Can you... Go to it and spare no detail there.
1: Yep, you bet. Uh, I actually, uh, first of all, uh, great to be on, and uh, I really appreciate it. Um, I got a uh, off to a great start uh, as a high school student. Uh, was involved in the student newspaper, sports editor, um, and really, really found a love of journalism when I was in high school. Uh, that led me to to college, and when I was at the University of Nebraska Kearney, I earned my degree in journalism, mass communications, uh, had an opportunity to, to obviously work on the, the student paper, was the editor at one point of the school newspaper, uh, was involved with campus radio, campus TV, um, and, and along with that, I was a, a student assistant with the men's basketball program and really developed uh, a love of, of basketball and uh, I, at one point uh, got into coaching and uh, was a graduate assistant on the staff there, and, and that really uh, helped me uh, fall in love with college athletics and uh, spent eight years there as a, as a student assistant, graduate assistant, volunteer assistant uh, did some work in the sports information office while I was doing that and uh, really uh, developed a great passion uh, for, for college athletics and uh, led me to an opportunity here at Ferris State and, and I've been here for 16 years which is kind of kind of unbelievable that, uh, that I've been here this long and uh, certainly it's been a, a great fit for us.
0: What exactly is Mr. Basketball? What you did at Nebraska Kearney, and what kind of were your duties there
1: you know that was actually uh, one of those organizations that was started while I was uh, in college and and the founder of Mr. Basketball incorporated doug coster was uh, was a friend of mine and he did a great job of really starting a, a tournament it's uh, an AAU type tournament uh, started from the ground up and developed into one of the the largest in the country and uh developed into a full-time uh position for him and uh his own business and had a chance uh, to work with him and do a lot of the game operation stuff uh, we hosted various tournaments uh, throughout the summer uh in carney nebraska um did some media relations work with him uh trying to trying to publicize his company and uh really uh did a great job uh, of working with him and in a number of different facets
0: and like you said, you're actually an uh, assistant basketball coach. Is that what you kind of wanted to get into at first? You wanted to be a basketball coach, or did that just kind of manifest out of
1: it? it kind of manifested. I had a high school coach uh, whose whose father at the time was uh, the, the head coach at Nebraska Kearney, and and I went to school uh, at Nebraska Kearney and had an opportunity as a as a student assistant right away, and uh, really uh, had a. Had a great time. Uh, the best friendships I, I have in life were made in that basketball program. Um, the coach that eventually took over uh, w- was a mentor of mine and uh, really uh, developed a passion for me. Uh, you know, that's one of the things that I guess I, I still do uh, when I have time in this profession is I, I love to play basketball. And, you know, we have a new hour group that uh, that we play three or four times a week. And, and that started uh, for me back there when, uh, when when I was going to college and, and doing the same thing, you know, in that program. So uh, it just it just kind of happened. Uh, I, I enjoyed the experience. I had a great time and, and made some great friendships.
0: So after your time in nebraska Kearney, the Ferris State position came open, and obviously you applied for that. What were some of the factors that you took into it, and how did that whole job process go for you? Did you look at many places, or did that one just kind of stick out and really fall into your lap?
1: You know, I, it just happened to be the timing. Uh, you know, I uh, applied for a, a number of different positions. I had been working uh, with a, an NAIA school in Nebraska as, uh, as a chance uh, at an uh, assistant sports information position, along with coaching. Um, had a great relationship with the head coach there. And, and it was one of those jobs where uh, they were they were trying to make the pieces fit together, and it just wasn't working. It was taking, yeah. taking a while, and uh, the fairest job.
0: All right, Rob. I lost you there for a second. Uh, you were just about to explain kind of your going into Ferris State after your NAIA stint and your process going through there.
1: Yeah, like I was uh, trying to say there, it was uh, a situation where uh, the job just wasn't uh, fitting together right. Uh, you know, and the Ferris job came open at the right time. Came here on a on an interview and and really enjoyed the experience and uh, just happened to to be a a good spot for me and and you know i enjoyed the division two level having been at nebraska Kearney, and uh you know decided to, to take a chance on it and uh you know my wife and i originally came here we had just got married uh we were going to stay here a year or so and, and see how it went and uh eventually wanted to move back to that area but uh you know we we, we really fell in love with the community uh, the campus and uh we've made some great friendships here so it's it's been a great uh, fit for our family
0: you have a yeah. lot of duties at Nebraska-Carney, and you and I talked off air a little bit, how uh, you and I kind of have the same duties, pretty much, uh, and that's how really I got started, was the play-by-play and color broadcasting of our games up in my old school, Northern Indiana. How about for the audience that doesn't know, the the ver- a lot of people actually listen to this, and the audience that doesn't know, what other stuff on the live stream do you do, and do you enjoy doing that, your play-by-play?
1: You know, I think that's one of the things when I came to Ferris State that really sold me on the job was the opportunity, uh, you know, to work in this industry and, and obviously, still do some play-by-play broadcasting. Uh, you know, we had a position open uh, for the basketball radio guy and, and I had never really done a whole lot of play-by-play because I was I was coaching basketball at the time back in college and you know I I started to to do that my first year here and and really uh, just fell in love with it and you know I think that's one of the reasons I've been at Ferris State for so long is the the opportunity to to do the broadcasting uh you know I do basketball men's and women's and and I do football and from time to time uh, some volleyball and some other sports but uh you know I really just uh love doing that and love Love the experience. Um, we're a little unique in that um, I'm a sports information person, obviously, but uh, do do the broadcast aspect of it, which you know doesn't happen at a whole lot of places. Um, you know, we do our, our radio broadcasts, obviously, but uh, as far as the live stream goes, uh, you know, our, our broadcast is also streamed over. So we work closely with our our campus TV uh, folks. Um, I'm, I'm doing the broadcast both for our campus TV, which is streamed, and then and then obviously for the local radio station as well. So it's uh, it's a little unique in that facet, but uh, you know, we we work closely with uh, with our people on campus, and they they do a great job of really uh, helping support our efforts.
0: Explain what the the Ferris State Update uh, TV show is and how the idea kind of got up up off the ground for those who want to do the same thing at their school.
1: You know, uh, again, it goes back to the relationship we have with our, it's it's called our television digital media management program. Um, you know, there's a, a student group that uh, does all the production aspects of it. You know, I, I have the easy part. I get to come in there and, and host the show once a week, every Monday and um, it, it was a show that was done, uh, you know, I think 10, 15 years ago for a few years, and then they kind of went away from it. to went to more of a university-wide and based show, and, and uh, you know, when that kind of ended, uh, they, they were looking for another avenue, and uh, we decided to, to pick it up in athletics again. So, you know, we have a, a great relationship with them. Uh, we, we do a a show. It's a 30-minute show. We tape in three different segments, uh, three different guests, uh, usually uh, a different team uh, in each segment each week, and you know, we, we try to spread it around to all 17 of our teams and our programs depending on what's in season. Um, you know, We air it locally uh, on our, our local campus uh, affiliate channel, and then obviously uh, on Fox 32 across northern Michigan. It's on Comcast in Michigan, so there's a, a lot of different ways for our fans to, to stay informed and, and tune in to find out what's going on with the Bulldogs.
0: So what are some of the toughest challenges with this show? And even with play-by-play and uh, color commentary, because I know it takes a lot of work. It takes up a lot of time. So what what are some things that really uh, stick out and, and are kind of difficult in that if someone was starting a TV broadcast like this, what are some challenges they may face?
1: You know, I think the biggest challenge... Uh... From my aspect is is doing those things with uh, everything else that we have going on, and everything that we're trying to do as a as a communications office and as an athletic department. Um, just really, uh, you're spread thin with uh, all the duties going on. But uh, you know, I think you, you have to find out where the value is it, uh, in, in what you do. And I think we have, you know, a, a strong value in our broadcast our, our television packages, and uh, you know, that's something that really helps promote and sell our programs and our brand. So. You know I think uh just uh, trying to find a way to get it all done you know and, and work closely with uh with students who are, who are learning as well um you know obviously there's some challenges in trying to get them up to speed but uh it's a it's a different uh, group of students we have every semester with the TV show so there's you know so there's always that uh, learning curve with with our students and uh, you know a new set of students every semester but uh you know you you develop some great connections with those students you know a number of those students uh, do some work uh for us. You know our students uh, obviously have um, other responsibilities that they do for us um, outside of the show. Uh, You know they help cut highlights for for our website. Uh, You know we have a number of them that travel with us on the road to shoot some footage for us, and it's all developed uh, through relationships that we have with that production. And uh, you know they're they're willing to learn and willing to gain the experience and doing some stuff outside of the class. And you know uh, it's been a tremendous asset for us from from uh, an athletic standpoint.
0: So someone who wanted to, excuse me, wanted to launch their own TV show on their university network or really any network, what would be one key major piece of advice you give to those people?
1: I would say, first of all, you know, make sure you uh, establish those connections and those relationships with the with the person that's at the head of that department. You know, if you can get those people on board and and really uh, prove that uh, you know it's a valuable asset not only for for the athletics department but uh, for their program as well. You know, I think it's a, it's a big selling point. Um, you know, we work closely with our with our. Uh, television and digital media management program here a couple years ago and uh, ended up getting some funding, um, you know, $100,000 plus uh, for, for a new trailer and equipment to, to move and make the transition to high definition. And, you know, we had to sell our university on that, but uh, with, with their help and, and their efforts, and uh, it really made it possible from both, both sides to have a, a great working relationship to make that happen.
0: This is just a fun question. I got to know. Have you ever done any of the hockey games play by play?
1: I have not done hockey play-by-play. Uh, I think there was one time ten years ago or so. Uh, you know, I did some color uh, for for a game or two, and then and then we made a, a great run to the Frozen Four back in two thousand and twelve. And you know, I had the the opportunity uh, working with our play-by-play guy who was. One of my workers, actually, and, uh, you know, I did some sideline reporting, some interviews uh, down, down at the rink, but, you know, I grew up in Nebraska, so we didn't have hockey when I was growing up, and uh, it, it's been interesting to really learn the sport, and, you know, I certainly enjoy it. I go on the road from time to time uh, with our hockey team, especially in the postseason, and, you know, I, I don't do play-by-play, but uh, someday, maybe, I'll, I'll take a chance at it.
0: I did play-by-play a couple of times with hockey, and I'll tell you what, my throat hurt after maybe a period or two and I had to have like a lot of recovery time after that because I remember there was basketball in season and very hockey in season women's basketball and it was just it was just a rough transition all around um yeah that was that was definitely uh definitely a different you know, I think it is going,
1: going from one sport to to the other is different uh you know I've I've been doing football all fall and did our first basketball game the other night, and it was it was different. Uh, just being there by myself doing a basketball game, uh, you wouldn't think it would be that hard, but uh, it was so much different than football when you've got a color guy sitting there next to you the whole time.
0: Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Color guy is definitely important. I've done a couple soccer games by myself, and it's just like, what am I doing? What what can I do? <laughs> it was just it's just completely different. So, in addition to your SID duties and your play by play and your on TV. Duties. You're the historian, official statistician. Uh, Do you? How do you juggle all that?
1: You know, it's it's hard. Um, You know, fortunately, I have uh, some good volunteers that help us uh, from the statistics side. Uh, You know, I think I'm I'm probably one of the few people that have ever done this. Um, You know, I've done some basketball games where I'm doing play-by-play and I'm, I'm doing the stat crew at the same time. You know, I have a, a color guy from time to time in basketball, and, you know, he does a great job filling in the gaps, but, uh, you know, I've had to do that from time to time, and, uh, you know, that, that makes it interesting and makes it fun. But, um, you know, I've got a great uh, great uh, base of students and, and some volunteers that uh, are here to help, and, and certainly, uh, you know, without their efforts, it wouldn't be possible to, to do a lot of that stuff.
0: So some SIDs in schools, they don't have, a live broadcast. Uh, How would you suggest starting up that conversation with their administration?
1: You know, I think, uh, you know, really Find out where where you want to start and what you want to do. Uh, you know we work closely with Stretch Internet as our uh, our streaming provider, and you know we've developed a, a great relationship with them. Um, you know they're more than willing to help sit down and, and walk you through some of the logistics. Um, you know it, it kind of varies on our end as well. You know we have a great TV production. Uh, you know with with multi camera setups and replays for for hockey and football. You know we get to basketball at times. We're more of a one camera operation uh, with our radio broadcast fed over the top. Um, uh-huh. There's, there's other sports like that. So I think uh, really defining where, where you want to be and what your goals are and, and what your audience is going to be is, is a critical first
0: step. All right, so this is going to get into the fun part. I love to ask everybody uh, a part of the interview. This is kind of a two-pronged question. Your horror story so far, one on air, one off air in the office, what have they been?
1: You know, I think a uh, horror story is, is as for the office, um, you know, it's, it's uh, one of those that's, that's hard to talk about. Uh, we, had a, we had a football player back in 2002 that actually died on the practice field. And just managing the crisis communications from that uh, would, would be something that I never want to go through again um, from that aspect. So definitely in the office uh, related to the, the sports information duties, that would be the, the first one. Um, as far as on air, uh, you know, I've had a, a couple situations where, uh, you know, kind of like th- this one at times where, where your Internet just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, you know, you, ha- you have to find a way to to make it work. Um, you know, we, we've we got backup plans, whether it's phone line, uh, whether it's a wireless Internet uh, device. Um, you know, so just making sure you have those those backup plans. Uh, there's been a couple of times where right in the middle of a broadcast, you know, you lost the Internet connection and, and you're scrambling to. To try to find a, a way to make it work, so uh, you know, I think that'd be the one in terms of on the air that uh, you know, you, you know, you hopefully never happens.
0: Yeah, I, I always hated. I would be sitting there in the freezing cold. It'd be lacrosse, and I was always the contact when the Stretch Internet needed a call, and then I just feel my phone go off in my pocket, and I'm like, "You're kidding me! I've been out here half an hour, and I haven't even been live." Like those are some things that really really frustrate me. No. Um,
1: I was going to say in, in in my line of work uh you know that's that's kind of the same um you know I'm in a situation right now where my my assistant actually I have a full-time assistant he left uh, right right when hockey season started for a, a pro opportunity and we haven't filled his spot quite yet so uh you know I'm the contact for Stretch Internet but if I'm on the road with our football team uh you know and they call they're going to call me to start with and yeah. it, trying to find a way to direct them when maybe I'm on the air is uh, a little difficult from time to time
0: yeah definitely For those that don't know, doing live broadcasting sometimes can be a real pain in the butt. Um, Next question. How do you explain your job to your daughters?
1: Uh, You know, they they do ask that from time to time. Um, You know, I think think they know they've been around it enough. Um, You know, we had a volleyball tournament here to start the year, and I I had them running live stats. Uh, I had one of them help uh, run the video board and and she loved that so you know they've been around it enough and you know they get to tune in on the radio when i'm on the road so uh, i think they they understand what i do um i'm not sure they understand the importance of it from time to time yeah. but uh you know, that's part that's part of the duties and you know hopefully uh they grow up and and i can have them on my my staff crew or something here in the years to come
0: <laughs> yeah it just runs through the family is your hope right <laughs>
1: Yep, yep. you know my uh my wife uh you know certainly does a great job with them uh you know in this line of work uh obviously you're gone a lot to begin with and then when you're on the road traveling it's it's tough and uh you know without uh supportive people in your family uh you know it wouldn't be possible and uh she does a great job with our kids and and making sure that they they find a way to get to games and, and get to tune into the broadcast too
0: So when you see other SIDs in your conference division or even in the entire country, what are some characteristics that they have that when you look at them and you say, man, that is a good SID?
1: You know, I think we're, we're fortunate. I've been in the GLIAC uh, here for 16 years and, and we've had some great SIDs and, you know, people that are easy to work with. Um, you know, I don't know that there's been a, a bad one in the GLIAC in terms of head SIDs in the 16 years I've been here. You know, there's just some great people that, you know, if you have an issue and you, and you call them, they're, they're going to do what they can to, to take care of it. And, you know, I think they're, they're all hardworking, they're dedicated. Um, and, and they really enjoy the profession and, and enjoy what they're doing. So I think, you know, you certainly have to be willing to put in the time and the hours and, and make the effort to, to develop, uh, you know, relationships with the other SIDs in the conference. And, you know, fortunately, we, we've been great uh, here in the GLIAC. We've had some, some great ones come through the, the ranks over the years. And, you know, I know Division II, uh, in a lot of ways, is like that. There's some great Division II SIDs out there that uh, certainly put in all kinds of hours.
0: What's one piece of advice you give to a student going into this profession?
1: I'd say uh, be willing to, to work, uh, you know, long hours and, and work hard. Uh, certainly it's uh, a, a much different field than it was when I started, uh, even here at Ferris 16 years ago. You know, when I came in, we were we were still using the fax machines. Uh, you know, we were maybe emailing at the time, uh, you know, uh, from time to time, but uh, it's changed so much with social media, with video, and, you know, I think you have to be willing to adapt as well and, and look toward the future and, and what the next uh, wave of technology or communications is going to be.
0: Going off on a tangent on that, what was kind of that transition like from going from a faxing machine to, you know, just instant internet access?
1: You know, it was, it was a change. And, you know, I, I think at times it's been a, a gradual change. You know, it's been something new that's been added here. Uh, maybe a couple of years later uh, with social media, this, this was added. Um, you know, it's, it's been a change though, that, uh, you know, you certainly had to adapt to. Uh, you know, I think uh, just Going from live stats to, to video streaming and out of social media, doing, doing live broadcasts over social media, you know, it, it changes every year and, and it's, a, it's a learning process and, you know, fortunately that, that's something that I enjoy is, is learning those new technologies and, uh, you know, it, it really helps you stay on top of the profession and, and stay, uh, stay moving in the right direction in terms of your professional career.
0: One thing that you're interested in to learn more about to be better in this profession?
1: You know, I think continued uh, development in terms of video technology. Um, you know, my my assistant pretty much over the years has handled uh, the video aspect of it for us. You know, I, I host the TV show and stuff. Um, you know, upload. You know, obviously some stuff to YouTube uh, from that and stuff. But uh, he's been the one that cuts the highlights, does a lot of that work. So just uh, continuing to learn more from that aspect. Um, you know, that uh, will help me in the long run. Um, you know, it it's not so much uh, wanting to, to learn it uh, or sitting down and have it, it's more sitting down and having the time to do all that. So, uh, you know, I've been fortunate that I've had some great assistants that have really picked up the video side of it from our
0: aspect. What would you like to see accomplished out of this podcast? I know you say you're an avid listener. What's one thing you'd like to hear from us?
1: I think uh, just hearing uh, the stories of other SIDs out there and uh, you know finding uh, things uh, that they do in their career and uh, you know in their lives that certainly help uh, in their profession and you know if you can take some stuff that you you learn from other SIDs and apply it to your own situation you know I think it, it helps everyone in the long run and uh, there there's some great SIDs out there at all levels and uh, you know I'm I'm interested in in hearing more about them and and what they do to to be successful in their careers.
0: What's your work life balance? How do you get through all this craziness
1: you know it's it's tough this time of year uh this this coming weekend we've got a, a women's basketball tournament, a couple home volleyball matches, a football game at home uh, hockey at home so it's it it's crazy right now and and without a full time assistant it, it makes it difficult but um you know it it's tough at this time of the year in the crossover season, but uh, when you get later uh, in the year, when we get to the spring and the summer, obviously we have we have some more time. Um, you know, I mentioned uh, basketball. Uh, you know, that's the thing that keeps me sane. I think is is working out a few times a week playing basketball. Um, you know, obviously at home uh, with kids, uh, to, it really uh, takes you away from, from work uh, even for an hour or two a night when, uh, when you're dealing with them. So it's, uh, uh, you know, a, a fine line there between uh, working all the time and, and having enough time for your family. So, uh, you know, we, we try to do some things to, to keep work uh, uh, away for, forever uh, as long as you can. So, uh, you know, it's, it's tough at this time of the year, though, with, uh, with so many things going on.
0: The next time someone finds themselves in Big Rapids, the little town of Big Rapids, Michigan, what's your restaurant recommendation?
1: You know, we have some great local places here. Uh, you know, I think I'd have to start with uh, one we have uh, just down the road, Crankers Restaurant and Brewery. They're they're one of our big supporters of our radio broadcast. So, you know, I think I have to start with them. But he does a, a great job. It's a it's a great local establishment. You know, we've got a couple other ones downtown as well. Schuberg's is a, a longtime long time tradition in, in Big Rapids, and uh, you know, we have some great people in the community, in the business community, that that are supporters of us, and uh, you know, they, they have some great local uh, local places to go here in Michigan.
0: If someone wanted to get in touch with you, contact you just for questions or comments or anything, what's the best way they can do that?
1: You know, feel free. Anyway, uh you can you can dial my phone number, my cell phone number. Um they're they're on our website, uh FerrisStateBulldogs.com. Uh you can contact me by email or uh or on Twitter, Bentley R Ferris. So any any way it works. Uh I respond pretty quickly if I can.
0: Rob, wow, we're winding it down. It was a short one. <laughs>
1: Well, more than happy to be here, and uh, you know again I, I enjoy it and I appreciate uh having having me on the uh, here this morning.
0: yeah, we had some tef- technical difficulties, but we we powered right through them, didn't we? a couple times
1: hey, that happens from time to time, and uh, I've certainly been on that end of it before, so uh, I understand that stuff happens
0: <laughs> yeah if so, hey, if someone gave you the opportunity to do play- by player color for Nebraska corn huskers, would you do it?
1: I'd be all over it, That's, that'd be my, my dream job someday, uh, you know, I, I, I've often thought if I ever get out of this uh, this business uh, of athletic communications that, you know, I want to take up uh, broadcasting as a full-time career, and uh, that, that would be the place to do it for me. Yeah,
0: I wish I would have brought my spotting chart, I was going to bring my spotting chart and show you, but, you know, I forget these things. Last couple of interviews have been real early in the morning, and I just forget the little things so far, but sports Infocast is the only re only reason why I would wake up this early in the morning when I don't have class till two. So yeah.
1: Well, it's a good reason.
0: Yeah. It's a great reason. All right, everybody. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Like I said, it was a short one, which I'm really, really glad because the last couple ones have, have ran pretty long and I'm Rob, I'm really, really happy you got on. When I told Chris Reckley that I wanted to have you on, he sent me maybe a real giant text that said how great of a guy you were. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just super happy. This worked out really, really well.
1: Well. well, I appreciate it from uh, Chris as well. Uh, he, he's been a great addition to the to the GLIAC and does a great job, obviously with uh, with social media. And uh, you know, we've learned a lot from him, and uh, we're fortunate to have him in our conference.
0: All right, so that's gonna be it on our end, guys. Uh, thank you for all downloading and subscribing to us on iTunes. And as always, you can follow us on Twitter and f- like us on Facebook using backslash Sports InfoCast. You can also email me anytime at sportsinfocast at gmail.com. I'm going to go. I'll see you all later, and I thank you all for listening very much.